So we're in the middle of the, the Gemara of Nachmamadi. We had a Nachmamadi that commented, or possibly was Pshat our Mishnah, to which the Gemara commented, Nishtakeya Hadavar. We're, we're, we're leaving that out. We're forgetting that. We're erasing that. It's not on the record. It's not Eula. It's not Eula ala Shulchan. It's not in the conversation. The Gemara then brought two other Nacham Amadis that we did the same thing to. Nacham Amadi concerning uh, selling a horse to a guy and Nacham Amadi concerning Meiser on Dill. To which the Gemara said last night, we are, w- w- when we start, we're going to be on Dav Chesam and Aleph, three lines from the top. But the Gemara said that that one Amir said to another Amir, one Amir said to Abaya, he's from our place. He's an Unzer Lansman. And, and, and Mamish, this is how we treat him, that not only do we not paskin like him, we, we say, Hashita doesn't deserve consideration, it doesn't deserve discussion, doesn't deserve conversation. We can design. So the Gemara said, yeah, there is one Nacham Amadi that we know. Nacham Amadi said, you're allowed Shayel Adam Tzurachav B'Shemei Tfila. So the Gemara says, well, that doesn't really count either because he's really aligning himself with another Shita. We started a Brisa last night. The first two Shitas that, were, that are not L'Halacha we discussed, and they were Shitas from Lazar and Rabishua about the order of Shema Nesrei. Does one praise then ask or ask then praise? Which brings us to our Gemara tonight. Third line of Ches Amar Aleph. Not like either Rabbi Shua or Rabbi Liazor. Ella shoyal adam tzrachav A person is able to ask for his needs during shemayatfila. So that is statement number one. We're going to have four statements that are at best confusing. At worst, contradicting, and we're going to have to make order out of this. Once again, even though we said, a person can ask for his needs in if a person wants to say at the end of each bracha, May aim call bracha bracha a something similar to that bracha aimer he may what does that mean says Rashi says Rashi uh, fourth line from the top if a person was forgetting his learning he can ask during chenenadas. In Balchuvahu, if he needs chuva, Marakbar writes a bitchuva. Vachain kula. Parnasa, health, etc. etc. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, one second. <coughs> so that's statement number two. Number three. Omar Bhiabar Ashi Omarav. Afal P. 
Sha'amru, Shailadim, Tsuracha, Bishemeat Fila. Even though we did say, Nachamamadi, the Chachamim, we paskin, a person is able to ask for his needs in Shemeat Fila. If a person has a person in his house, a direct relative who's a chayla, he can add on, like you were saying, Maish, the Ratzin in Rufainu, in Birchas Achaylam. Vim if he needs money, he could say in Barchaleinu. And then Mimer number four, all of them dancing around the same thing. Amru B'Shuv and Levi, Afalpi, and they all start with Afalpi, Amru, Shail Adam, Tzrachu, B'Shemeyat, Tfila. Even though we said that a person can ask for whatever he needs in Shemeyat, Tfila, Avalim Baloymer, Achar, Tfila, Asai, but if he wants to say after his Tfila, Shulchan Aruch says, of course, this is after saying, Yu L'Ratzin, Imre, Fi, even though others say it's not. Even if you want to go as long as Yom Kippur davening, you can. So, we have four statements here. Four statements. The first Shemeya Tfila one. Then we have the Saif Kal Bracho Bracha one. Then we have the Chaylub Seyr one. And then we have the Achar Tfilase one. So what is what? And as you know, as it's quite obvious to point out the obvious, it's extremely negay. I mean, this is Mamashah bread and butter. We, we, we daven, we want to daven, we want effective tefillah. And, you know, I don't mean like selfishly, and, and we want to be able to daven for our needs and the Ilam's needs and the Tzibar's needs and people we know's needs. So, so how do we make order out of these four statements in the Gemara? And they're all Lahalah. How do we make order? So the Bes Yosef brings from the Rabbeinu Yaina the following set of rules. Four rules. A person is able to ask whatever he wants in Shemeya Tefillah. That is rule number one in the Bes Yosef. A person can ask for whatever he wants. Kol mashet tzarech bechol inyin in Shemeya Tefillah. At the end of every bracha, you have to you can add on something related to that bracha, this is rule two, that is not for you particularly, but two caveats. Number one, it has to be Belosh and Rabim. It has to be Belosh and Rabim. And number two, and number two, it has to be at the end of the bracha. These two rules are so you should not be Mishana Mimat Beya. Which means, if you would go in another bracha and stick in extra words, Belosh and Yachid, you would be changing the flavor of the bracha in two ways. A, you'd be adding words, and B, Shemona Esrei is all Belosh and Rabbim, we're davening for the Tzibra as a whole, and you're changing it to Lashen Yachid. So, 
if you want to add on a personal request, but not personal, meaning personal as in something extra, but not for you particularly. So for instance, for instance, let's say you were just made aware that your neighbor is in huge chayvis. You, and you're a sensitive person. You want to daven for him. So you want to daven and Baruch Aleinu for your neighbor. Now so far, it sounds to the base, yes, if you could do it during Shmak Aleinu. But let's say you're busy in Shmak Aleinu. And we'll get back to Shmak Aleinu soon. You want to daven for your neighbor in Baruch Aleinu. Or what happens more common is, you know, you were just made aware of someone who's Nebuch sick. You hear someone Nebuch who's sick. So you want to daven for them in Rafa'inu. So you can add on, besaif the bracha. So if you want to know why the Ihiratzin in the Art Scroll Sitter is where it is, it has to be in the saif of the bracha, and it has to be Balash and Rabbi. If you want to add on for someone who is not directly in your house, you can add on besayv kal bracha bracha with those two caveats, lashin rabim, and end of the bracha. Because otherwise, you're cheppering with the text of the bracha. Number three, if a person, and this is what the Beis Yasef gets from the third rule, if it's mamish in your house, if it's mamish tied to you, mamish connected to you, you could do it in each bracha, and you could do it and yachid, and it doesn't have to be at the end of the bracha. Which means the Beis Yisrael, Peter Rabbeinu Yoyin, is learning that that third membra is a dispensation to change the Nusach It's a whole new Chiddush. It's not in Shemakadenu, and it's not the regular din, it's not the algamana din of the Seif called bracha, bracha. It's a special din. For someone that's negate, but if you want to make this din, you have to take the Gemara seriously. The Gemara said, it's a or someone who needs or someone who has issues in learning. So if it's then you don't need to keep the rules of the, of the first and you don't need to keep the Rabbim rules. And finally, and finally, and by the way, those two dovetail. Since it's Balash and Yachid, you're not changing the Nusach of the Bracha. Because the Bracha is Rabbim. So if you're doing Rabbim, then it has to be a Dan the Bracha. If you're doing Yachid, it doesn't have to be a Dan the Bracha. And finally, after the Tefillah, you could add on whatever you want in whatever you want. Lash and Yachid, Lash and Rabbim, you are other people. Those are the four rules of the Beis Yasef. Now what the Beis Yasef did a great job, the Beis Yasef did a great job of differentiating between rule, rule two and rule three. What the Vesiasis did a great job was he differentiated between the second of the four and the third of the four. He really categorized two and three the within each brach. But, but, asks the Taz, sounds like there's no difference between Shemea Tfila and the end of Shmanesre. It sounds like from the rules of the Beis Yasef, and it wasn't just us thinking this, the Taz asked this, that it sounds like there's no difference, there's no restrictions, there's no parameters that are different between Shemea Tfila and, and the Yiratan at the end of the Shmanesre. That's one and four. 
That's one and four. So, so says the Taz that in Shemeya Tfila, you're only allowed to ask Tzarche Yochid, you're not allowed to ask Tzarche Rab. That's what the Taz says, and that is what the Mishnah Baruch Paskins. That's what the Mishnah, Mishnah Baruch Paskins. So, the difference in Shemeya Tfila and a regular bracha is, there's no difference between you, someone in your house, and someone out of your house. It could all be Belash and Yochid, and it could all be in the middle of the bracha, but you can't ask for Tzarche Rabim in Shemeya Tfila. It's a big thing. I don't know if many people are aware of this. You can't, according to the Magen Avram Paskin, the Taz Paskin this, Mishabrua Paskin's this, you can't ask for Tzarche Rabim and Shemeya Tfila. So for instance, if let's say, if let's say, I mean, even though in Eretz Yisrael they, they daven for rain in Shemeya Tfila, so I guess that's like a Tfila that Chazal established, but let's say you want to daven for something that all of Baltimore needs. Then you're not allowed to daven that, according to the Magen Avram, in Shema Kelenu, that would be something you would have to wait for Yehiratzin. And number four, and this the Mishnah Brewer brings as well, also not very well known, in Shemeya Tfila, you're supposed to keep it short. In Shemeya Tfila, let's just say there's no parameters. Yachid, Rabim, personal, general, you, somebody else. Shemeya Tfila, it's all fine. But, but, you have to keep it short. After the prayer, like the Gemara says, after you could daven, again, there's no rules, and it could be as long as possible. And that's what the Gemara means. That's what the Gemara means. I feel like Kaseder Yemakipurim. Because, because it, it becomes a hefsek and fila, which means, yes, there's an allowance to add, but there's not an allowance to get totally derailed. So what and, does that mean? What's short, what's long? I guess not longer than the bracha. I guess not longer than the bracha. So comes out there's four ways to daven extra during Shmoneseret, and each one has its makam. The if you want to stay out of any svekis, if you want to stay out of any svekis, then you could do whatever you need to do after Shmoneseret. I asked Rabbi Berger a long time ago if there's any reason not to daven. In which means like there's so many toes you could be stepping on. Yachin versus Rabin, too long versus too short. I said, no, no, you can say whatever you want in Shmakalainu. Which means like, you know, even the Mishabura says you can't be Marich. And he was he was like you know much more much more apt to be making. Remember, I think Elliot Klein was questioning when I don't know why he came up that extra stuff that says, you know, for for hate and uh I uh, trust me, Archibald didn't invent it. I know, but it's like it's not brought down anywhere, like who wrote it or whatever. I mean, he was. I remember. Brought down others is there, just not even Chamar, different chapters. Look, go, go look in. So the, is that like two Marik already? If you say no, 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 no. no. If, it's, if it's in the Siddur, it's fine. Go look in like a Siddur Vilna. They'll bring you thirty Makaris for it. Okay. So it comes out. I'm saying the Misa. Shmakalena versus the end, even with the rules, not barring that you're not adding on to, you know, a bracha for that specific topic. What's better? What's recommended? Oh, what's recommended between Shemeh, Tfila, and Yilratzim? If you're going to go long, you should do it in Yilratzim. 
That's 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 an easy one. If you want to go to Magen Avram, then you're gonna to have to keep it to Lashon Yachin in, in Shmakalim. Okay, and that brings the end of the second Mishnah in Avodah which was really all the first Mishnah. So the first Mishnah of Avodah dealt with first Mishnah. Goldsmith's not here, so he's looking to you to see if it was really. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't say. So. The, the first mission said, before the Yamim Tevim of the Gayim, you're not allowed to do business. So what are the Yamim Tevim of the Gayim? Ve'elu ideyen shel The Gemara later will say that most of these are specific to Rome, to the Roman Empire, and we'll get to other Yamim Tevim of other um, governments later. Says the Gemara Kalanda. Number one is Kalanda, which we said on Davav is the eight days following Kufas Tevis, following the winter solstice, that the days start getting longer, was a Gaish Yantif. The Satarnura. Satarnura is also a Yantif with the some with the winter solstice. It's the eight days. Before the winter solstice, we're going to have the Gemara again. But the Gemara said, it's Dafka in that order. Teres Chaim was Mazber, that the Goyim placed a higher emphasis on the Yontif after the solstice than the one before the solstice. So that's why it's in that order. The Kratzim, Kratzim, which was the day that Rome became a world power. I don't know how that's marked. I don't know when they decided that, but when the day they decided Rome became a world power, they made that in Tayyantif. V'yem genusia shel malkehem. So yem genusia shel malkehem. Rashi says means the day this current king was coronated. Yushalmi says it's this king's birthday. And the Medrash in when it talks about power, yem who led us as parai, so the Medrash says, Yom Genusia. So the Yerushalmi and the Medrash definitely call Yom Genusia the king's birthday. The problem is we have a separate yanta for that. And the birthday and the anniversary of the death of the previous king. The Mepharshim speaking out, obviously. You're only going to have a yard site for a previous king if one of his descendants is king. If another guy took over... He doesn't give a hoot, meaning the birthday of the king, he's still alive, he's going to enforce it. But the, um, the, if, if someone else took over, then obviously it's going to go away. The Meiri, if I'm not mistaken, says, why is the day, and there's the other days they attach religious significance to. Why, how did the day, the king's birthday become religious? So the Meiri says that what they used to do is they used to figure out which star was was prevalent, which star was Shailat on the day the king was born, and they would be Makrif Karbonis to that galaxy, to that constellation, to that star group, and therefore it became an Avedizar. That's how it morphed into an Avedizar. Divrei Remeir. The Chachamim there's yard sites and there's yard sites. You know, like we see even by us, like some people's yard sites get more pressed than other people's yard sites. Says the says the Gemara, not all yard sites are the same. There was a policy, and by the way, we did this also 
There's plenty of references to this in Nach. When a king died, we burnt all his stuff. So if you're thinking that that sounds like pretty disrespectful, on the contrary, it's the highest form of respect. Because, for instance, in, in, in Jewish, in Nach, the reason we do this is because a hedger is not only mishtamish with kelim shomelach. So if a guy dies and no one's able to use it, so the biggest way to put an exclamation point on the fact that no one's able to use it is you burn all of it. So when you burn the property of the previous king, that shows we're serious about this. This guy was a real king. No one's going to touch his stuff. We're going to burn every vestige that was his. So the Chacham say, that's the problem. If they took the guy seriously enough to burn his stuff, then yeah, his Yaimami says, Taka Deva Vedazar. by if there's no burning, if they didn't take his yard site seriously, no one takes, no one takes no one takes seriously, it's not, didn't turn into an Avedizar. These are official holidays, either national or based on the king. Avo. But there are other minor holidays that they tried to celebrate, but didn't rise to the level of Avedizar. For instance, Yom Tiglachas Ziknai. Apparently it was a big deal. They would let the beard grow for a while, and then they would cut it off. And that was a big deal. It was a big celebration. The question is, does this raise to the level of a Avedizar Dika holiday? The day that he shaved his beard, his glorious. So what they used to do is they used to leave hair, Rashi says in the back. If you look in Rashi, glorious. Rashi says, when he took a regular haircut, he would leave, I don't know, like a ponytail, he would leave hair in the back of his head. And even though you would take a rest of the haircut, he would have this like tail growing out of him. And then that would grow for a while. And then eventually it would be a grace ceremony to shave the blurious. So And if let's say the king experienced a miraculous save, miraculous recovery, that he was his boat drowned and he was saved, or the Mepharshim speak out, he went to war and emerged victorious, which means a personal day of victory, if the king celebrated that, or let's say the previous king, this guy, you know, he made a beer hall pooch, so they put him in jail for a while, so, so if, when he got out of jail, and he like started his ascent to the throne, it was a big deal for him. And when he finally becomes king, that day that he got out of jail, some people call it, oh, um, so when he, when he finally got out of jail, it was a big deal. So that day, that doesn't rise to the level of a Or, a regular that makes a regular party for his kid, a chasana, a celebration of something. Now, Avada, you're not allowed to do business with him on that day because he will be he will go praise his God. But but it doesn't become a national holiday for anyone else. And even him, it doesn't require three days before and for sure three days after. Now, 
says the Gemara on the topic of those Yomim Tevim. Omer of Chanan Barova. Kalanda, like we said, is Ches Yomim Achar Tkufa. The eight days after the Tkufa. Saturnura is Ches Yomim Lefnei Tkufa. And the Simoncha, how are you going to remember to put the first one second and the second one first? The Simoncha, Achar Vekedem Tzartani. We talked about this Gemara on Davov. Where did it come from? We quoted this Gemara then also. What happened was as follows. Lefisha Ra Adam Arishin. Adam Arishin saw Yoim Shemismayet Vahilach. Adam Arishin, we know, he did his Avera Rosh Hashanah. Adam Arishin did his Avera Rosh Hashanah. Adam Arishin was created on Rosh Hashanah. And on the first day of his life, he did his Avera. And, you know, went through the day and then started noticing something. The days start getting shorter. And like, I don't know if you noticed this, starting Rosh Hashanah time, because the days start getting shorter June 21st. But starting Rosh Hashanah time, after Rosh Hashanah, it starts getting dark pretty early. And other Mauritians said, oh my gosh, this is how the end is going to happen. That every day the days are going to get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter until the world will shrink, it will go dark, and that's the end of the world. And that's how I'm going to be punished for my Avera. For my Avera. He said, woe is to me. Maybe because I sinned. The world is going dark because of me. And the world is going to return to its state of And this is this is my prescribed death penalty. Mauritian went for eight days fasting and davening. And then, so those are the eight days before the Tkufa. And then he had the Tkufa. And then the days started getting longer. And he said, He saw that the days are getting longer. This is just the way of the world. It's nothing to do with my punishment. He went and made a, a, eight days of Yom Tevim. That year, Adam Rishon had fasted for eight days and celebrated for eight days. The next year, Adam Rishon recognized, and this is what we talked about, about switching the order. That was what was so wrong about what the game did. They switched the order. Admiration then went and made both of them yom taivim as if to say, my tainus and my participation and my davening is what caused nature to be suit to me, not vice versa. By the Goyim switching it, by being machshiv the day after the Tkufa, more than the day before the Tkufa, they hold nature subservient to them, not us subservient to the Rebbeinu Shalom. So Adam Arishan made both of them a Yomim Taivim. Hu kavum l'shem shamayim, vehem kavum l'avayit l'shem avayit kechavim. He meant it for good, and later Dairis changed it to bad, which is a big, big, big theme in Avedah Zara. Avedah Zara, like the Ramam shows, didn't come from nowhere. Avedah Zara perverted ways to serve the Rebbe into ways to subvert the Rebbe through Avedah Zara. And that's, this is the classic example. Adam Arishin started the two biggest Gaish holidays, Klanda and Saturnura. 
But he did it as a way to thank the Rebbein Shalom and daven to the Rebbein Shalom. Avedizar perverted it, and that's where these Avedizars came from, like we talked about on Davav. We'll stop here for Chazar. Basically, one more time, there's no Chabura tomorrow night.